Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Christian Body Podcast. I am graced with Jeffrey, the owner of JB Digitally. How's it? How's your how's your day going today, Jeffrey? Hey, Shane. So thanks so much for coming. Uh, you know, inviting me on your show. It really means a lot. And uh, first of all, good morning from my side. If you guys are listening to this in India, or if you wherever you're listening to this, whatever it is, good morning, night, or whatever. And uh, yeah, so I'm actually the founder of uh, JB Digitally, which is a content creation business for podcasters, YouTubers, and all that stuff. And I'm actually a student right now. I'm doing my final year in MBA. And, uh, uh, you know, being a student entrepreneur, I have gone through a lot of interesting stuff in my life. And being a person uh, coming from an Indian Orthodox family, uh, if that's one thing I learned is that how to overcome your parents' uh, pressure or, you know, how to overcome your toxic pressure. Because... Uh, at the age of 23, I think I have suffered way too much and uh, saw way too much things than I could possibly ever have. So I guess probably um, again, give more value to those people who are listening to this. So if you are someone who's a student and you know, if you are someone who is just wants to connect with me and go along the way with anything, so I'm happy to hear. But yeah, let's jump on to the straight show, man. Very. That's awesome, dude. Uh, I, I, I want to pick apart what you just said just then. And you, you mentioned parents' pressure. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm 30 years old at the moment. I, I probably don't look 30, but um, yeah, I, I definitely feel the pressure of my parents. And I think it's, it's always from a loving perspective. They're always trying to guide you into what they think is, is the best course of action for yeah, you. Yeah. But sometimes uh, I feel like you have to be your own self. You have to be your own unique person, who you are as a person. And hmm. it's about taking small steps towards where you want to be in your future. Yeah, exactly. The, you know, the, the funny part is that when you said, uh, you know, being your own self, I think it's just, there's way too much uh, confusion about that exact topic. Because let's say, for example, how do you define yourself is all about people, what to say to you or uh, who molded you, who are all being with you for 20 years. Okay, People always say that, you know, once you have reached the age of uh, 24 or 25, you will figure out your life, you will know what to do and all of that stuff. But until the age of 20, we have been screwed in our mind, the things that we need to think, we need to do all the stuff. So it's like, once we get married or once we get a job, we don't get this enlightenment. Yes, this is life. We have done all of the things. We are going to find new you know, perspective. We're going to find a new objective. It's not that. People really, really get that wrong. Like for 20 years, you would have molded that particular person into something and you expect all of a sudden to shift into a new person. So when, when we explore ourselves, so that's one of the reasons why many people, you know, um, I use a lot of this relationship analogy to, uh, you know, to know my, uh, to tell exactly how it feels because a lot of people can relate to that. So if you're having a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and uh, if you're having a long distance relationship, when all of a sudden that they're exploring themselves, they even find a better person. You have seen a lot of Hollywood movies, right? You probably would have known how many times, you know, high school drama ends up in a college breakup. It sort of happens always. So it's because they're exploring themselves. They're finding new persons. They're exploring themselves. They didn't know that this is a part of them that they ever actually thought of. So when that happens, people are, it's actually really hard to accept for them. So I guess, you know, the parents' pressure, which I mentioned is that they are the one who molded you. They are the one who, you know, told you everything, like what is right, what is wrong, uh, what to speak, what not to speak. They're the one who told you everything. As a child, we don't, we know nothing. It's just an empty pen drive we are having. The, the, the one that's filled with either it's virus or it's normal stuff or it's junk, whatever it is, it depends on the people that we are with right now. So when we explore our new self, I think that's where the exact pressure comes in. When we know that, we want to try some new stuff and yeah. it, it's just not possible because, you know, I don't know what the culture about yours, you know, because probably in US or in some other, uh, you know, European countries, probably they would, you know, get out of their home at 18. They, it's, you know, they attain the majority, they will go out and they will earn for themselves. But here, even after marriage, we still have connection with our parents. We still have, you know, because we have brought up that way the dependency we have brought up that way. So that's the thing I talked about. And I can feel you, man, 30, you know, I, I you definitely don't look like 30, for example, literally I didn't thought you were 30, but you know, here, if you call someone as 30 years of age, it's like they're, they're half dead. Literally they're half, dead. <laughs> like half of their life is over. Uh, so they just have to figure out the rest because it's really hard to get a girl after 30. It's not possible. Mm. It's definitely not possible after this. So it's like, 
yeah it's just yeah I, I was actually recently in a very similar conversation with one of my friends who's um he's in his 30s and and we're talking about yeah there's because i'm from an italian background my my mother's italian and there's and there's a little bit of pressure that i have to get married have children and i feel like in this age people are living longer our expectancy mm. of life you know yeah. i think the average is slowly increasing and i think yeah. with good health and 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 good mental health, especially, we can increase our, our life expectancy. Mm-hmm. And look, for me, 30, I do feel the pressure of finding somebody. But at the same time, I want to develop myself and I want to, I don't want to rush. You know, that's the last thing that I want to do. I do not want to rush and I want to take my time and enjoy my life. And, you know, I'm doing this podcast. I've got my YouTube channel and... And, and, and I know the universe has my back and I know that eventually things will work out for me, you know? So that's, that's yeah, my man. thought on it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm in no rush at the moment. Yeah. Then when you said that, you know, uh, the rush part, because, uh, you know, people think that, I mean, like I get it. See, uh, there are a lot of uh, physical, you know, scientific reasons why people should get married at 27 or 28. There are many reasons for it. I can totally agree on that. But it's like the hardest part ever comes in life. It's that when you, when you have to manage someone, it's like the human skills, when you have to manage someone, when either you are dependent on them or they're dependent on you, that's the hardest part in the entire life. You can do anything in your life with the proper practice, but this does, even though with proper practice, you can't actually achieve this. Uh, this in your relationship, you can't. I mean, like imagine 25 years of marriage, how many people have lived their life fully, like or, or the entire, uh, you know, uh, satisfaction and all of this stuff. So I guess I get the point, but people who are pressuring, because even now, even now for me, it's like, you know, I'm actually doing my final year. So once that's over, I'll be heading out to different cities to get a job and all of that. Uh, even though I have my own freelance and all this stuff, still my parents said that, you know, this is freelancing or even it's entrepreneurship. You won't be having continuous cash flow unless it is fully settled. Okay. So for me, my startup is on a halfway. So if you don't have permanent cash flow, you won't get a girl. It's like that. <laughs> so even that part comes in, I mean, like, you know, I, there's a song by Adam Levin, uh, you know, uh, Locked Away. Okay, I don't know whether you heard a song or not. It's like, if I got locked away, if I, uh, you know, lost everything today, will you take care of me? It's, it's a crux of the song. So it's like the girl, the boy would be asking the girl, will you take care of me if I lost everything? So, I mean, like here, it's a pride. I mean, like a girl can't take care of a man. It's, it's, a, it's a pride issue here. So I guess, you know, scientific reasons comes in, but... Yeah, it's just, it's always comes in you know, the rush and people always pushing you to do things that they think is right. In a Laos perspective, of course, but I think if they could consider our, you know, <laughs> uh, thoughts a little bit, it would be really, really great. That's what I would mention. Yeah. As I said, I mean, maybe five years ago, I was very easily influenced by the opinions of others and, and, and what others thought. And now I'm, I'm due to meditation and, and just due to, uh, I'm a big believer in self-development and, and uh, especially the mind. And yeah, I think as, as we develop as individuals, I have more faith in myself, even though, even my crazy, even the crazy side of me, the side that doesn't make sense, mm. I'm going to back myself 100% and I might be wrong, but at times I might be right. And this is life, right? We, you know, we only got one life as, as far as I know it, we've only got one life. I could be yeah. wrong on that, but, uh, you know, you, you really have to believe in yourself. And, and if you have goals and aspirations, you need to put everything into that. And hmm. like, as your parents, I think it's a, a general, like, I don't know your parents, but I think just as a comment, I think maybe it's a mm-hmm. generational difference. Yeah. They grew up and even my parents, you know, they grow up in a different time a different belief, a different mindset. And now we're growing up in the digital age, you know, with your company, (laughs) you know, it's a completely, you know, and then maybe our children are growing up in a, you know, so these things are always changing. So it's crazy. It's, 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 it's nuts. (laughs) Yeah. My parents always say like, you know, once you have a child, you will know how it feels. I mean, like, why are you cursing me right now? I mean, like once I have a child, I will know. I mean, like, yeah, but 
the one thing i won't tell him is that see i'm a big fan of gary vaynerchuk uh, i don't know probably yeah. you have known him or not yeah. yeah i'm a big fan of him so he says that you know uh, his mom told him i will give you the basic needs and everything but if you want to go out and get some new stuff you have to work for yourself and that's completely agreeable that's good so that's it's a good perspective on thinking about but you know it it just depends on uh, parental stuff and all of that so yeah <laughs> i guess people will talk about another 100 years still they will be talking about it <laughs> yeah I want to I want to switch gears here and I want to yeah. ask you I'm very curious about your own uh digital entrepreneurship so you you're a founder of a an online business online yeah. company and do you want to expand on that I'm a bit curious do you want to how, how do you, how did that come to be and what do you do with that sure sure so how did that come is uh this may sound a little bit cliche but uh you know when i was studying in my uh, second second year in my undergraduate i was studying bachelor of commerce when i was studying that uh you know some college romance didn't end well <laughs> i was head over heels and it didn't uh, it was really uh, because i was spending a lot of time i was being a gentleman who just wanted to give everything and all of that stuff so it was going uh, it was happy i was happy i was just happy and doing my own stuff and uh, that's when i came across gary vaynerchuk and simon sinek and all of these guys who are doing some great stuff online i was like okay let's try out some stuff and while i was trying out literally like everyone in my circle said dude what are you doing this is useless why are you creating youtube videos it's not it's a saturated market i mean like they didn't even know what it was so here it's like you know in the this podcast if i say that i have appeared on a podcast people have no idea about what's a podcast Yeah. but my podcast ranked in a country in south america second so it came wow. like that i have no idea why is that but so it's just so anyways uh, coming back to that so the second year st- stuff it was happening and uh, it didn't end well so it was a total uh, you know like depressing six months for me it was really really depressing i tried to commit suicide three times and uh, yeah, I, luckily i didn't <laughs> do that <clears throat> but you know once i've got out of the college i had a time of 3 to 4 months of my you know leave period it's a, you know just uh, it's a gap i was having that and i was wondering what shall we do what shall we do then you know just clicked okay let's just start this video editing and all of the stuff as a gig i i didn't actually start out as a video editor but you know i just started it as a person who is talking on youtube videos and uh, you know giving out tips it's like you know when you see youtube uh, video as digital marketing or do you need know, do a course on digital marketing you put in your instagram as digital marketing expert even though without even uh, doing anything you put it yourself that just because you done a course so i was like that and um, i was deeming people and all of that and i started a podcast mainly because i wanted to cry out my feelings to someone uh, like you know this happened this happened and just want to know they are crying out as well but it was started as an entrepreneur podcast so i was having these questions and all of that it was really bad phone like the phone was about to explode like the battery was so like it, i didn't have any mic i didn't have any laptop it was nothing i didn't have anything so i did i did start that uh, and it was great and at the end of itself i started like saying you know one of the reasons why i started the podcast is because someone ditched me so it's because of this so and they started saying their own story and that's when i realized oh my god i am not alone in this world there are tons <laughs> of people who are feeling the same thing yeah. so that's when i started energize so i started like reaching out to a lot of people dm a lot of stuff and uh, many people co- came on they talked about it and uh, you know more and more go I, then i started on fiverr that's when i signed up on fiverr and i was like okay let's do the video editing gig and i got my first gig even though that guy paid me he didn't use my services uh, the video or anything he didn't use any of it where but he paid me 5 dollars for it and that's when the first uh, gig started and after that it went uh, you know one by one later on i realized that i need a team i definitely need a team in order to get everything done but i am a guy who doesn't trust humans i don't trust humans i don't put hum- faith because i just want everything to my- by myself so for example if i give something to my teammates or anything i am i was so sure that they wouldn't do it because imagine it's my vision jpt study is my vision it's something that i want to help businesses for i mean like why would anyone share my vision that's what my entire uh, thoughts was but later on i found some really amazing people through podcasting uh, you know they became my teammates and uh, you know i created a team then i created a perfect workflow then i started getting clients so it was entirely going around that the moral of the story is that for a guy who actually starts something after his heartbreak 
will definitely succeed this is for sure so if you ever if, if people are listening to this if it's a guy or girl who it is someone breaks your heart channelize that energy to particularly something productive i i was really lucky to do, do that um, not many people would go into drugs or you know alcohol they would go into that so if you could channelize that properly the you know it would really great so that's how the jbd study happened but one thing only one thing that i you know that kept me on for this jbd study is for my passion for my editing and passion to talk to people and all of that stuff because down the line for two and a half to three years none, no one supported me literally no one even though i was getting money people always think it's not a good one i mean like i was getting low on my studies i mean like people are pressuring on me on that so what but when i started making really good money that's when people are like yeah it's really great job do it i mean like what, the, what? i mean like i can't understand these people it's like yeah. it's it's not about the efforts it's never about the efforts to them because yesterday i was appearing on a guest uh, as a guest on other people's on a podcast and when i was telling him that it's not always about the results it's about the efforts and he told me he does this trading and stuff so for him it's the results not the efforts so i told him even if you are getting $10000 in a single day without any efforts you will enjoy it but if you don't get that particular amount by doing your efforts uh, then you probably regret that why is it not working because it's not you can only control your own efforts that only gives you satisfaction if you give satisfaction to your results you will definitely never ever going to improve in anything in your life that's that's how high used to be that's how i survived all my long because yeah. i didn't have anyone i didn't have nothing so uh i know i'm talking too much in this but it's just i really get ex- i really get excited like you know when uh, you know i hear people who are successful uh, i always doesn't want to listen to successful stories i de- never wanted to because it really makes me jealous i'm like how can they be so successful it's not possible but i really want to hear those stories where people are really suffering so that i can know how to make the best out of the situation that's what mine is i never expect for the best situation i never do i always say dude make the best out of every worst situation don't ever expect for the best situation it doesn't come it never comes in my life so i never expect that this is how it turns so that's how it's been it's been going on for a year and a half and it's been a really great journey we have you know uh, i was one guy so now we have been uh, the jbd actually itself the in house we have a team of six people uh we are partnered with the production house for do our services you know to outsource all of that stuff but yeah it's 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 been pretty great so far and uh, hope to see in better heights i guess yeah no i wish you i wish you all the best in your endeavors there and i want to i want to touch on a topic an area mm-hmm. that you kind of that you kind of touched on that you were speaking to your friends and they were saying they're investing $10,000 or something. And mm-hmm. I, I made a YouTube video on this idea recently, um, not on investing, but on this idea called following the process. And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a competitive tennis player and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm big into uh, self-development and, you know, these things. And I think a, a, a major part is to, if you have a process is to, is to just, you have to, you need to trust the process. You need to trust the ideas that you're putting in. You can't be result dependent because the moment you become result dependent, you're almost allowing yourself to be washed away with, you know, the positives, the negatives. That's fine. If you just focus on the process, then the, the, the result will inevitably come. And that's something that I'm learning as well as a human being, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to learn because I get, I get wrapped up in my emotions and I, and I make bad decisions and yeah, it's about, I guess you don't want to, it's about limiting those bad decisions and, and you want to be making intelligent decisions with your life moving forward. And it's all a learning process, I guess. Um, yeah. It's just, you just have to trust the process. I mean, like, <laughs> it's like, you know, Uh, i i use this food analogy like you know this uh, restaurant stuff so for example if you are if you are you know cooking something and there are two people eating it so even though you have cooked it in your own style in your own way it's not that no that two people is like they don't like this stuff exactly the same way so results 
can be like it differs from person to person so the results for you may be getting recognition it's not about money it's about getting recognition for for someone else it can be like you know getting too much of money but i don't give a damn about other people what they think about me i just need the money whatever whoever i whatever i you know way i get it that's fine so it's like the result it's like that's the thing the result can have a particular measure like how i am getting the results it doesn't have a specific metric to choose but efforts it 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 does have so if it's a trading or if it's a editing so you put on all of your eight hours of work and you've done it and you're giving it to the client and he hates it that's fine you have put in your great work you have given your perspective and it's done but at the same time the result it's it's entirely dependent trust me as a video editor i clearly know they will give you a bunch of revisions for this i will be like yes the video is the best work of my life i will send it to him and he will be like in the excel sheet he will be like this is a bunch of revisions i'm like what is happening that revisions are something that i have never expected of it will be like that so yeah just like you said it's it's always if you research, you have to trust the process that that's mm. the only thing the crux of everything that i'm trying to say yeah yeah it's it's definitely yeah it's it's definitely an important part of my life as well mm-hmm. so and i i think this podcast this this whole idea of podcasting is such a great way to meet new people like yourself mm-hmm. and and it's such a it's 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 an effective marketing tool to get your name out and yeah i'm just starting to get into it this is like my fourth mm-hmm. episode uh mm. but um i'm really enjoying it you know it's 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 it can be tough but um you know yeah. I, I i like the the difficulty of it i like the challenge i yeah, said like, bring yeah. it bring on the challenges you know and yeah how long have you been podcasting for so i've been podcasting for a year and a half i would say i am around like 94 episodes in so yep. i got around like 5.5k listens but majorly um it sometimes it just really spikes i don't know why my episode spikes all of a sudden it will be like for uh one time my episode if i upload it it will be like on 50 listens then all of a sudden it will be going like 350 400 it will be like i mean like i have no idea why it spikes uh, and recently only i found out uh, because one person posted on linkedin about chartable.com so it's actually a tool where you can see uh, how like what's your podcast charts on apple podcast like on which place your podcast is on so i checked it out and it was like number 2 in uh, i don't i don't know how to pronounce this country name g g u y a n a it's a country in south america i was just searching for it. i had no idea like there's a country like that so i searched for it then only came to know that it's on second place i mean why is my podcast is in a country in south america in a second place i mean like i had no idea why so that's when like one person from that country texted me asking can i uh, can you send me the link to your uh, episode to this recent episode i have to listen to it so i think that's when i realized okay my podcast is getting reach but it was a hectic process getting to that <laughs> it's it's like you said it can get t- tough sometimes the editing processes ah it's a nightmare but yeah <laughs> i know yeah. i can see I mean my my journey to podcasting was I began in YouTube like I was trying like I'm mm. I'm working in IT at the moment that's my 9 to 5 job and it's not something it's not my passion it's just something financially it's, it's bringing me money but it's not it's it lacks creativity there's no you know uh, I have to follow rules which I'm not <laughs> the best at doing you know so um yeah. this is why so I started I started YouTube and now I'm kind of morphing into podcasting now because mm-hmm. uh, editing video editing is so time consuming it is yeah like i'm sure you i'm sure you know because i can i've yeah. seen your videos <laughs> and you must spend hours and hours. i don't know if you've got a team or you do it yourself but yeah you must spend hours and hours editing videos um yeah. and i feel like with podcasting it's a way to it's on the flow so you're not scripting you're not uh well you are to a certain degree you are scripting mm-hmm. but it's more organic and when i was making youtube's by my youtube videos by myself it's very timely very timely and yeah yeah so, like see uh, i i can give you one tip on order to reduce that create a template okay always create okay. a template for that because uh the videos that i edit i to be honest at the start it was taking me literally 8 hours 8 hours to sit and cut and edit all of that but now it's hardly taking me 20 minutes 
reason being i created a template in my software so you can use camtasia or filmora or whichever it is your premiere obviously people use adobe premiere pro and all of that stuff but yeah it's really more flexible but i think if you're just starting out you don't need a uh, premiere pro or anything and stuff i mean uh, that's really really way too much of stuff but yeah if you use all of these kind of tools or camtasia or filmora and all of that the advantage is you can create templates in that that you can just replace like just like this you can just replace that because there's just one option called uh, update media in camtasia if you select the uh, in the project file if you select the folder i'm sorry in the project file if you select a video which you want to change right click it and it press update media and it just it changes the video you don't have to physically come and put it crop it every single time you don't you don't have to do that so create a template that's what i have been saying literally i have been saying it for like the from the year of from my starting i mean like that that's when no one was he that to listen to me but now <laughs> there will be some people to listen but yeah always create a template uh, it it's it also creates a brand for you as well a trademark like this is how your videos will be looking like this is what your style is people will start loving you because you've seen gary v's videos right the red progress bar that's a guy who has innovated that you know he is the one who's putting progress bar and all of that you know uh, all of the stuff so yeah just create a template that obviously create a brand for you so that's what uh, the tip i would give yeah yeah that's I mean, I use some templates, but uh, yeah, I think I should definitely use more just to kind of, yeah, it's just speed up the work process and get yeah. things, yeah, more, more productive, I guess, at the end of the day. And what's been, all right, I want to switch gears again. I want to mm-hmm. focus, I guess, maybe on more on personal development. And what, what do you think is, has been your biggest improvement since you've started podcasting as a person? Ah, well, this is a tough question. <laughs> um, yeah, because, <laughs> okay. So like I said, uh, the one thing was, uh, it's like I came to know that I wasn't alone in this world about who I am, what I'm feeling, because trust me, uh, you know, Missouri loves company. So it's like, whenever you're feeling sad, if you know other people are also feeling sad, just love that, okay, fine. I'm I'm not the only one. But other than that, you know, it's like I started to trust people. I would say that's the like the major part that comes because I don't know how many people are into that because you know in today's world <clears throat> excuse me. In today's world as you can see there are tons of online medias out there to connect with, tons of uh, ways that you can chat with a person, tons of ways you can find a person. But the trust part like whether you trust the person. I mean, like, would you ever trust someone who you have found online? You know, people who would say like, you know, going on dates on Tinder and all of that stuff. I don't know how much trust factor would be there. Probably enjoyment, entertainment. That's what they would be, uh, you know, searching for the most. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, like, I'm never gone on a date, but I'm just saying on, I'm using Tinder, of course. <laughs> I'm just saying for the people's experiences. But yeah, I just have to trust the humans because podcasting is all about that. I mean, imagine you are somewhere half around the world. I'm somewhere here. And why would you call me? And, you know, we have a chat. We are doing it, recording it. I mean, like there are selfish reasons, of course, to me and you, or there are all of that. But spending time to someone knowing that this person will do some good to me on a podcast or knowing someone online, uh, you know, think, because my co-founder is actually in like, I'm in South India. She's in North India. I've never, we have never actually met face to face. We have did a lot of Zoom calls and all of that. We, I was like, I really can't imagine. We, I, I actually found, you know, founded her on Instagram and I asked her to, you know, come out to my show when she was having like around 90 or 100 followers. But her art was really amazing. That's when I didn't care too much on followers. I just want to found interest, find interesting people. So when I find her, you know, found her, she said that uh, right now I don't want to do it because I want to have my own identity right now. I don't want to reveal it. She was like that. Then we were talking, 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 and I was asking her to create my podcast cover art. And then we really got to know that we are exactly alike. We are this evil, bad twins that we are. So it's like that. I came to know. And that's when, when I was starting out, so I asked her, can you be my co-founder? Because, you know, I have this ton of work and we can share the profit 50-50. So it's like, yeah, sure. No problem. Thanks for so much for asking. So it's been going on ever since. So the trust factor, I think it's the important one because I don't know how many people trust, uh, you know, others who have seen online. I don't know. I really don't know how much people because uh, <laughs> I have friends who have, uh, you know, 
added uh, you know given friend request to many girls online or you know many uh, pe- people online trying to get someone in business perspective if you see uh, you must have called email many um, you know probably many businesses and all of that i got a lot of clients from podcasting i mean like, they didn't they didn't like uh, pay me first i would do the work then they would pay me so obviously most people get half the amount first but some clients i got from podcasting i will do the work then only they will pay me and i guess it's it, i trust them that they will pay me because i have talked to them for an hour or 45 minutes so to know them better so that trust factor i would say it's something that's uh, really changed a lot of me and <laughs> this helped me to control a lot of my anger because if you don't like the way the world works that's when you get angry most of the times but when you have someone with you a teammates and all the other people obviously you can put the pressure on them okay you take care of it so you take care of it let me just take rest so you can take care of it as well let me just yeah. back out for a little bit so that trust part comes in and it's really good it's really good but it takes time it definitely takes time it just comes like a click it takes time and if it goes away it hurts it's like you can you just want to jump off your uh, 15th floor or whatever you see you're on but yeah it, it's when it comes it's it really feels good so that's what the important part i would say uh got into mine yeah can i ask you a question uh sure. what what makes you distrust people uh, just as a general question what why uh-huh. cuz i feel like that's your default your default mindset as in <laughs> yeah like you initially okay so you see a person down the street and you don't trust them immediately i think maybe it takes a while i think i feel like someone has to earn your trust you don't you don't give it away freely is that was that is that accurate or yeah it's 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 kind of near so it it depends it depends on what's the activity is so for example uh you know uh, it is see there are two reasons two reasons why uh, this distrust happen is one too much of movies too many movies too much influence of movies that's number one and number two is the way i grew up so my, you know in our places uh, we don't like set out to you know uh, we don't people don't rise us saying like you have to help a lot of people you have to trust a lot of people you can help them no what we have been said all this that don't trust anyone don't trust anyone these are things that's whispering in our ears for so long time so obviously when you know uh, it's like when uh, when someone is coming and asking for a lift you know if you go riding on a bike and they're asking for a lift can you drop me there can you drop me there the first thought everyone everything sorry everyone has in their mind is that is this a burglar Is is he going to you know rob me or is he going to stab me if if I I just have to look at my purse my phone it's like that no one would think that oh my god that guy is so old that guy is tired uh, we have to you know uh, we just have to drop him somewhere no it's not that and to be honest this covid situation I was riding my bike and there was this one guy coming in brother brother can I take a lift can I take a lift and I was didn't say anything he would just jump onto my bike. He just sat. I mean, like the first thing I was. I mean, you can rob me if you want, but if you're having COVID, <laughs> imagine my situation. You can't just you know sit in a bike like that. I mean, like finally he was. He came and I dropped him and I came home and I cried cried to my co-founder that dude, this guy came on hop onto my bike. I don't know if he's having COVID or not. I'm really you know feared and all that. But here it's it's a little less the COVID situation is. But anyways, coming to the topic is that so yeah. that's the important part is the way that we have uh, uh, you know uh, raised it's it's the one of the most important part but when it comes to business perspective why i don't trust people is that uh, see everyone one day will explore themselves at some point they will explore their true nature so uh, if i'm having a bunch of teammates and for example if one day they are realizing that this is not the right job for me like you said this it this is not the right job for me this is not something that is creative for me and they would suddenly that i just want to jump jobs i want to quit so if you are in middle of something you can't just go off like that i mean like i don't have any um, contract or anything with my teammates it's just based on trust i mean i give them entire freedom to whatever they want to work on and all of that stuff so if they if they just jump on like that it's it's not right it won't be right and i don't expect them to not uh, jump on because everyone can explore themselves at some time so yeah that's the important part i mean but too too much movies man to be honest too much movies uh too much of stuff that's happened because they really take everything happening in real life to movies in south indian films it's like whatever happened in real life they take it to movies so that's when the movies like you know we people think that this is what it is but 
there are a lot of motivational movies still people don't trust them only the bad ones it's just <laughs> people are so sticked on to the bad ones that will happen the good one the good things never happen so it's one of the reasons that but yeah i mean like overall time i I've, i've actually realized okay we have to trust someone because not every everyone in this world is a jerk everyone has some good qualities in them they're all really good but yeah i do get paranoid sometimes but you know it's just <laughs> i sometimes keep it to mind i just keep it to myself i don't uh, show but yeah Yeah, it's a tough question, man. <laughs> I did not expect that coming. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, look, that's anything's on the table at the moment, and yeah, yeah I think uh, life's life's pretty full on. Life can be very hectic at times, and yeah, yeah. If you don't have that emotional, I guess you you need some form of emotional stability to to navigate where you're mm. going in life. And I yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to even go a little bit deeper and mm-hmm. touch on that because you mentioned it, the committing suicide. And I think that's, mm. uh, that's a, a pretty profound, that's a very big, big statement to make. Yeah, yeah. And you must've been in a very dark place at that time in your life to, uh, I mean, I personally, I'm a very, I'm a, I've had a very easy life, you know, I've been born, I'm a single child, you know, uh, things have been handed to me on a silver plate, you know, I'm, 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 I'm very, I'm very, yeah, <laughs> I have a brother, so I know the <laughs> yeah, you know, so I've, for me, I feel like if I complain about anything, then mm-hmm. I've got no right, I've got no right to complain because there are people far worse in, far mm-hmm. worse than me. So I'm trying to understand, I guess, how does one come to that? conclusion that i want to take i want to end this i mean i know it's a pretty deep question but i'm i'm curious to hear you can take as long as you want i'm curious to hear the answer of that and and where it goes sure <clears throat> so start so said part um i don't know actually whether i did uh, you know take a mature decision like you know it's uh, it's just it you know the life is done is it over i don't i i actually didn't actually uh think that way the thing is like the situation i was i'll just explain you the situation uh, yeah. which i was during that time uh you know there was just too much confusions too much confusions among the family it's uh it was uh it was like it was really way hectic and i was actually and this may sound really silly or lame but uh i was studying for 6 years you know also in in a boy school so i have never talked to any girls except my mother or my long rated sister that's all other than that i have never talked with any girls so when i went to school got went to the college it was coeducation i mean like i was like how can people talk to girls how is that even possible i mean like it it, it was it was that i mean like the, the one part it was like you know i was really um, you know uh, insecure about my own feelings the other part is that no one wanted to talk to me at first because i was i wasn't an interesting guy i wasn't a guy who should be you know uh, someone that guys or girls or whoever it is interested in talking to me i was not that guy i was just a guy who was sitting in the corner trying to figure out you know what what can i do so every single time when i come home for the first 6 months of my college i was really depressed i would be crying on my way i would be either really so angry and i would be coming home to find some sort of uh, you know uh, de- what is this uh, deliverance or you know some like someone save me from this entire emotion it 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 became so worse when i come home it became so worse so i was like uh, i mean like what's the point i mean like the purpose of life is like either you have to be happy or you have to make someone happy or you have to have a purpose to help others i didn't have any purpose i didn't have any purpose at all so as silly it may it may seems i i just went to the fourth floor i just went to the top floor i just went to the terrace and i was like thinking i'm like what's the point i mean because at school i was a star i was a huge nerd everyone loved i was this uh, guy who just uh, people loved asking questions to and uh, you know having the conversations with i was a funny guy but when i come to college i'm like i was like this small dot in this entire place so very small dot people can't even see what's happening there and that that i think um uh, you know is is really uh, a problem came but you know people suicide for many things it's like <laughs> either they are on debt or they are on this entire you know family stuff 
uh, for me, this is uh, really uh, so because I had met my basic needs. That was there. There wasn't any uh, shop on that. But yeah, too much of confusions, too much of stuff. So I went to the fourth floor, uh, the terrace, and um, I was about to jump, but there was just one text, one text out of nowhere. Have uh, it's saying like, "Hey," uh, it, it was in Tamil. Uh, it's like, uh, "Hey," f- uh, what do you say that in uh, English? Um, yeah, it's like, "Hey, uh, afraid person," something like that. Uh, like asking, "Why are you so afraid?" It's a text out of nowhere from my. It's it was it came from my Facebook. So I was seeing that why someone is texting me as, "Hey, uh, are you afraid or whatever it is?" I don't even know who that person was. I got this text, and I was like. I don't know. I don't know what is happening. So I was on the ledge actually when they're supposed to happen. I was at my phone. I don't, I don't want anyone to take my phone after I died. So I was with my phone on, on the ledge. So I had this text and I was like looking at it. I was like, what's happening? I'm like, so I just came, went down. I didn't do it. And uh, I just, I just returned back to my home. So that's the first attempt. The next attempt came when again, the, all the confusions happened, except the girl part wasn't there. All confusions, family was happening. It was like, see, uh, if you are a, if you are a second child in your family, it's like, whatever happens in the family, it's because of you. I don't know why is that. Whatever stuff that happens because of your father or mother or brother, it's because of you. <laughs> I don't even know what's the logic of that. So that, because of that, so it's always about the emotional pressure that happened. It, it was never about, um, you know, me being uh, a degrader or whatever it is. It was always about the emotional pressure that I can't take. It's I literally can't take the emotional pressure. It was so much that. So this may sound really silly, but there are tons of people out there who, who I don't know whether you've seen this series called 13 Reasons Why. So after I've, after I've seen this 13 Reasons Why, probably many US people or, you know, so Indians have a lot of people have seen this because she, the heroine will have 13 reasons to kill herself. She will mention like, who are all the reasons? Why are the reasons and stuff? And that's when I came to know, I mean, like people die for this emotional stuff. I mean, like, see, if you don't pass in 10th grade, in my country, people die. If you don't pass in 12th grade, people die. If you don't get a first rank in college, people die. These are the situations that people died in my entire nation. So that was really hard for me. So <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know whether you will even approve this or not. How can you die for this? <laughs> I don't know whether you approve this or not to end life. But for me, for a guy at my stage, for a guy at my own needs, this small, 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 small stuff, chunks came into this big stuff into my head. And, you know, I, I have this uh, wheezing problem. So whenever I think a lot, I get this panic attack. Like, it's like, you know, the, you know, this, I really find it hard to breathe, but yeah, th- th- these are the main reasons, but you know, <laughs> it, it sounds so funny right now. It sounds really funny when I say it, I can clearly understand. <laughs> it sounds really funny, but it's just, it's just this man. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know my hands are satisfying or not, but it's yeah, just, <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty dark topic to be talking about. And yeah. uh, I think to kind of make a bit of fun of it, uh, I'm guessing you're not very good at committing suicide because you're still alive now. <laughs> so you, you obviously, it's not, if they're going to pick exactly. a job, it's not the job for you to be a coach of how to commit suicide. Uh, no, but in all seriousness though, I think, uh, you know, if anyone's listening to this podcast and, you know, they are going through a tough time, Jeffrey, he's, 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 he's on the right pathway at the moment. And, you know, look, you, you look, it, look just from first impressions, I don't know you personally, but yeah. it seems like you're, you're doing something, you're chasing something. It seems like you're, mm. you're following, you know, this online world, you're kind of following your passions in that, in that way. And look, I'm sure you'll meet a girl. I know, you know, uh, you know, both of us, I'm sure both of us mm. will meet a girl, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, this is the thing. We, we, we're in this social media world where things need to be done yesterday and there's no time to sit, sit back and just think about our life. And I think I want to talk about uh, meditation because uh, mm. I, I know that in India, I haven't, I haven't been to India, maybe one day I'll go, but I, I know in India, the meditation is, is, is massive. I think they even yeah. teach it in schools. Is it part of the curriculum or something or... Um, uh, it comes out of the extra stuff. So yeah. one day at one day at week or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And do you, do you meditate yourself or 
Oh, um, <laughs> that's you know. If I answer that question, you will hate me forever <laughs> because uh, it's like uh, I. It's not I don't want to meditate. It's because it's just my thought of if I do meditation and if I get some clearance out of that, I'm afraid that only if I do meditation I will get clearance. So it's like you know sticking onto that particular anchor. Would, would, what would that would happen? So that's why I don't you know. Uh, it's maybe it's an excuse i would say that's the important but it's an excuse of not to meditate or not to work out but the ego part is like that in my state but you know it's just uh, but i really wanted to do sometimes but yeah it's it's just uh, that's the reason so please don't hate me for that <laughs> no no i mean that's fine everyone's different everyone's got their own yeah. perspective yeah that's fine uh i'm a big believer in meditation i do it every i try and do it every morning and maybe for 5 minutes and I feel like for meditation, what it does is it stabilizes my mind and it just, mm-hmm. it puts me on track. It, it grounds me. And I don't feel, when I see people on Instagram doing these amazing things with their life, I, I don't feel like, oh, why are they getting that? You know, what, I'm not comparing myself anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, cool, they're, they're, they're doing a cool job, but, you know, I'm fine being me. I'm happy just being me. And that's what meditation has, 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 has done for me. It's grounded me in who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I think I definitely have to try out, but I'll get some tips from you. So obviously (laughs) you can persuade me to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's, that's awesome. So what's, do you have anything in the future? Like what's your, where do you want to, do you have any big, big plans, big ideas for your online business or your, your education or anything where you want to go. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't, I don't have like a detailed one. The reason being is that the COVID once taught me that, you know, whatever plan, it just goes to shit. Whatever plan <laughs> you have in your life, it just goes to shit. Yeah. So I, I just have this one goal. It's just, I just want to make sure that I have a company, not many people, not too much people in it, maybe 20 or 30 people in it. And helping a lot of small businesses uh, out there who's really struggling in their content and all of that stuff, who doesn't know the idea of content marketing and all of that. I just want to make sure that I can help a lot of people on that phase. And personally, personally, I think uh, this is a place called uh, Kerala in my state, uh, sorry, in my country. So I, it's a really lovely uh, state. It has a lot. It's, it's even called as God's own country. It's called as that. It's really pure. It's green and all of that. So one day I may settle there, start a family because I'm still thinking of marrying a Kerala girl. It's my, one of my bucket list. So yeah, it's it's like that. Personally, I just have a small goal. But on, the online business is, is just, I just want to make sure that I help a lot of people. So when, when someone tells my name Jeffrey, I just want to make sure they say like, he helped those lot of people who couldn't help themselves. That's the stuff that I just want to make sure that they can hear to themselves. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's the main reason, but I don't have any particular like milestones or stuff that companies or whatever stuff has, because I always want to be more flexible. More importantly, <laughs> I clearly know if I plan, it doesn't work. If I do a plan, it never works. So I just go with the flow. Most of the times I have a small, uh, an actionable plan, but that's all is all I have. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been great so far. So I, I guess I just go with the flow. <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm planning to do. Yeah, I feel like when I used to set, I used to set goals and lists and all these things, mm. and you become too rigid. You be, you, yeah. you can't you can't adapt. And I think life is all about adapting. You have to like Corona. How many businesses would have suffered? And the ones yeah. that really succeeded are the ones that adapted, and the ones mm. that you know, they're the ones that are still alive at the moment. So, I think setting goals and all those things are good, but you have to be present and you have to. Where does my attention need to go now? And you know, that's, that's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, see, uh, the, the one, the just one thing I want to add is that, um, this COVID, I mean, like people will always talk about this COVID forever for at least for 10 to 15 years, people will talk about this entire pandemic situation. But if you're still using some people, some people will still be saying COVID as an excuse to do something. It's like due to COVID, I didn't do this due to COVID. I didn't do this. I mean, like, unless you are having, unless you had COVID, you can say that. Otherwise, if you're just in the pandemic, if you're just in the lockdown, if you're just sitting at home, 
Uh, if you're still keeping it as an excuse, because I did once, because I, once I wake up, I'll be seeing my phone. All I was seeing was COVID stats. First thing in the morning, I would see that for a week or two. Mm. I got really depressed. I'm mean, like, what is happening to this world? The whole world is out. What is happening? I was really depressed. So that's when I, I, I even uninstalled the news app in my phone. I was like, I don't need to. <laughs> I didn't even stop watching news after that. For eight months, I didn't watch news at all. It's like too much exaggeration, too much uh, stuff going on. That's even my business started to boom, especially in the COVID situation. It, it wasn't really great before. So yeah. So people who are using excuse, please don't. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Actually, I want to kind of speak about my personal experience. But hmm. Coronavirus that year, 2020, was probably the best year of my life in terms of self-development and yeah, I, I actually did a, I was training for a marathon. Actually, I, I did, I did a marathon. I thought I was locked down. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. And that mm. was, you know, I, I took the mindset that we, we've been locked down. I'm going to make the best of this situation. That's the mindset that I adopted. And yeah, I, I really uh, challenged myself to, to be the best version of myself and mm. Yeah, I think it, you're right. It is an excuse. You're right. It is, is it, it is an excuse that people make. And that's, that's the harshness of life because life doesn't care. You know, life doesn't yeah. care really. You know, you have to make your own way, basically, you know. And yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy. You know, it, it, it's, it's, uh, sometimes it's not easy sometimes, yeah. but uh yeah. Um, I guess it all depends. So, you know, people and stuff, it's, you can't expect anything out of it. It's just, it's just people. Just people. Yeah, that's it. Well, uh, I think I might end it here, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been an, um, good, it's been a good talk with you. I've enjoyed the talk about your online company and um, yeah, it was been a pleasure chatting with you. Sure. Thanks so much, man. I mean, like, See, to be honest, uh, <laughs> I was I was thinking like, okay, it's going to be about marketing, it's going to be entrepreneurship, it's going to be about that. But when they start asking those deep questions, I was like, oh man, okay. <laughs> we're in so for it now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like that because see, I, I always love to talk talk about it. It's just uh, you know, um, it's just it it has really good memories. The past, even though so, uh, like you said, I'm not good at suicide. I'm definitely not. <laughs> it's like sometimes some shit always happens. I got jumped back again, but you know those memories really remind me every single time. Like what I have gone through. What why you're you know why you're doing all of this. You know what made you through. You know come through all of this. So mm. if I am in the hard phase, I feel like dude, you have gone through a suicide attempt. This is nothing. Just move on. It's like that. So even though it's a shady job that I did, still, it's like, okay, fine. It, it's a good thing that we're going to do. So yeah, thanks for bringing back those. It, it really, really means a lot. And uh, hope you have a great journey on your podcasting as well. Yeah, still have a long way to go. So yeah, we can definitely uh, chat sometime. So thank you so much for listening to this, guys. I mean, like I'm talking podcast host now. Damn, it's your show. <laughs> Please stop. No, all good. Uh, all good. Yeah. <laughs> no this worries. No worries. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks, man. And uh, yeah, thank you. Enjoy your day. Sure. You too. You too, bro.